0: Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRannell.com slash athlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Ronald Show, we talk about some advice for interviewing for a job at an elite level sports environment. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to mikereynoldcom slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Ronald Show. We're here at Champion PT and Performance up in Boston, answering your questions. Anything you want to talk about, head to MikeRonald.com, click on that podcast link, and ask away. Let's see. I'm here today with DeWesh Podell, Dan Pope, Kevin Coughlin, Lenny McCrina, Dave Tilly, and Jonah Monlock, answering
1: your questions. Len, who do we have for students today? Ooh, we do have some amazing students. Uh, we have uh, mm. Tiffany Walker from Baylor University. We have Claire Folly. She jogged to work this morning, probably right, Claire uh, from Tufts University, and Colin Silva from UAB, our resident long snapper.
0: Mmm. From mm. Mike and Eli, Chasing, But thank you, ch- mm. Chasing Scratch
1: Podcast, <laughs> just for those. Let's mm. go. Let's go. Uh, all
0: right, what do we have for a question today? Who's up? Addie from St. Augustine, Florida. Hi, champion team. I love the podcast and have been binge watching uh, during my commute to work. I am a PT student and was selected to interview for a professional sports clinical. What advice would you give for a virtual interview with a professional sports team for a clinical placement? Thank you. Awesome. Uh, Addy, you know, good question. I want to frame this a little bit differently because I I like your question, right? This is a PT student looking to get a clinical rotation in a pro sport setting. And to be honest with you, like a lot of, Places for clinical rotations like us, a champion. You have to interview, right? So you know a lot of these these uh, places that have a lot of people that want to come here. We, we do the interview process. So I'm kind of curious, you know, to talk. To maybe we'll go Lenny last, right, or something, just because I'm kind of curious. Lenny does a lot of the interviews for our students here, um, and I think he might have some good pearls. Uh, but for this, if you're a student or you're an early career professional and you want to try to get into elite level sports, doesn't have to be pro, but high level college, Olympics, those sort of things. Like, it, it, what? what is the one piece of advice going into the interview that I think we'd all give? Let's go around the room, the virtual room and, and everybody kind of jump in. Uh, Dave, you want to start first? Yes. My piece of advice
2: is to prior to the interview is to be deeply immersed in the culture of the sports that you're going to work with. So I think that the best, uh, obviously you have to have tactical skills and knowledge and be good, but also Sometimes like the softer skills, the interactions about lingo and culture is what really like hooks people in to want to work with you. So everybody here on this call, you know, works with a certain sport or niches that, you know, certain terminology, certain jargon, you know, like remarks about what's going on in the sport right now i feel like those build a lot of trust and rapport right like my uh, ability to talk about baseball would be horrific but i can talk the talk about gymnastics upside down right so no pun intended um but i think that's the most important thing is because <laughs> yeah, sorry that was terrible that's a bad joke
0: <laughs> my brain went right to you being upside down <laughs> gymnastics. It, um, it, it, it went right to that
2: <laughs> yeah. So that would be my piece of advice is make sure that not all the sports, but if there's five or six sports they specialize in, like you should have some working knowledge of the culture in two or three in current events, because I think that makes a big, you know, trust and
3: rapport established.
0: Mm, that's a good one. That, I'm impressed. That was a good one. All right, who's next? Kevin. <laughs>
3: uh yeah, similar to to Dave's comment about understanding the culture, I think um understanding common injuries in the sport oh. would be helpful as well. Right. So if you're coming up to a clinical rotation at champion. uh, If you have some familiar app or if you're somewhat familiar with like shoulder, elbow injuries, ACL injuries, um, I think, you know, I wonder what Lenny would say, but I think that's someone that might be more attractive than, you know, someone who is very experienced in like the acute rehab setting. Um, So I think understanding the culture, but also understanding common injuries that you're going to see with that professional sports team uh, would be a no-brainer, I would say.
0: Yeah. And and you're probably going to get asked that in the interview, right? Like, like some of those things. So if you can go in there knowing that, I think, I think that's huge. Yeah. Uh, Duesch.
3: Yeah. My, uh, my advice would be, and I've seen a lot of interviews in this point for all of our strength interns that apply for us, uh, but being able to speak on that, like really good middle ground of, you know, what you're passionate about, what you currently know, what your current understanding of some of these concepts are and what you need to learn moving forward and what you're passionate about learning moving forward right like show that you're a student of the of the the game that you do have confidence in your skills but you are here to learn and you're here to grow and even if you're you know applying for like an actual job where it's not a clinical rotation or something chances are like you're still going to find mentors in that organization that you're going to be learning so talk to talk to them about a little bit of both the current skills and what you want to learn from them.
0: That's a good one. Dewey like really emphasizing that you're looking forward to learning from the great experience of everybody that's already there. I I think that's, that's a good one. Uh, Who's next Jonah.
1: I'm going to give a piece of advice that Mike, you gave me when I was interviewing with the Red Sox and that's just know what the, know what the role is that they're trying to fill and, Show that you're prepared for that and that that's what your interest is. So, even if you have things that um, you're excited to learn about or things that you think you could offer, that's not what they're hiring for. They're hiring to fill a specific need that they have um, and just show that that's something you're actually excited to do and that you know how to stay in your lane and that um, you're going to solve the actual problem they have and not just try to show off all the different skill sets you have, even if you might have other skills that are quite valuable.
0: Yeah, but when you get your foot in the door, that's when you start to to show a little bit, and I and that's great. I'd say great advice, Jonah. But uh, you're paraphrasing me, so then then it's like I'm complimenting myself. It's awkward, so I'm just I'm going to avoid it. But but good but good one, Jonah. I like that. Uh, Dan, what do you got?
3: Yeah, so Jonah kind of stole my thunder a little bit, but I think when you're interviewing, <laughs> you're oftentimes trying to look really good, right? It's like oh, look at all this stuff I have to offer for you guys. I want to be the best hire. I think just having a lot of empathy for the people you're trying to interview with is really important. So one of the things you mentioned is what kind of problems exist within the company that you can help solve. And maybe that is fulfilling a very specific role, right? Uh, maybe that's just helping out in whatever fashion you can. For a professional sports team, you probably can't help out easily. you know. But for other jobs, obviously, if they need help with something specific, you want to try to help out as much as you can. And just being very eager to learn, very eager to help out in any way possible. So even during the interview process, if there's something that you can help, just expressing that you are very interested and you're like, wow, I'd really like to do that. I actually have a little background here I think could help you out. Uh, Obviously, you're not an expert at this point. So I think trying to be as helpful as possible is good and just kind of flipping that narrative in your head of like, let me show you how good I am um, and more being concerned with helping the organization as much as you
0: can. Awesome, great one, Dan. Len,
1: what? what goodness, are you wow! What am, I, what am I supposed to say now? My goodness. Um, I mean, I, all. I,
0: I mean, I I know you have good advice in, in general, but you interview so many people that you probably right. in your head, like without calling anybody out, have been like, "Ooh, that was a bad approach."
1: Yeah, right? absolutely. And I, I I don't want like I try not to. Uh, obviously, the people that are with us now are students. Uh, pass my my tests in my head, and so um, to me, I'm wow. looking for somebody. That um, is going to fit our our um, our our climate, our facilities. Uh, you know, kind of the feel of our facility. Um, what we are looking to share for information to that person, and how that person can communicate with me. Um, I don't care about some of their skills that they have or don't have because we're going to teach our particular skills, our particular testing modes, um, how we do things. I want to know that that does that person have. Uh, Do they sound motivated in their voice? Can they communicate with me well? Um, Do they struggle through their answers to talk to me? Um, If they're nervous, do they get over it? If they're not nervous and cocky, I can sometimes sense that too. Um, Are they trying to brag about all the different classes or courses they've taken and they're doing all this stuff? Or is it that they really want to hustle? Because in my interviews – I try to let them know it's going to be a long day. Like our clinic is not a nine to five job. It's going to be, you get there early, you stay late. And is that something that you're willing to do? And most of the people that do come through it, including our current group, know that they're going to get there early and they're going to stay later. And they're going to learn from all 10 PTs and our five strength coaches. And it's going to be an amazing experience for them. And and I ask them, does that sound like something that you want to still do? Um, Like I put it back on them once I do my elevate a pitch is that something that interests you and i i'm waiting for a hesitation i'm waiting for something um but usually it's no this is what i want i want to learn from you guys um and and so i, I can hear that in their voice i they can communicate with that that with me and um and then all the other stuff that everybody else has said is is critical i need somebody that's going to hustle and, and want to be there and not always have an excuse why they have to leave early stay they can't stay late um or something like that. So I want somebody who's just going to get just kind of embedded in our, in our business and just try to learn everything and ask good questions and be empathetic and sympathetic and, and all that. And so I, I try to gauge that in my interviews because I think we can teach the, like I said, the PT skills and what we're looking for. It's just, are they going to fit the culture of our facility and, and want to really grind?
0: Awesome. Good alignment. And you know, for me to add to this, you guys I mean, you guys, have, you've really said most of it here. Um, I might just have a slightly different spin on a little bit of what Lenny and Dan just said and what everybody kind of said to an extent here. But um, I've definitely seen moments where the the number one objective of the student or the early career professional was to show the other person how smart they were. Right. And I think that's not usually the best approach. I think if you're in this position right now, I think you have the baseline competency to. Right, you're smart enough to be in this position to to even interview if as a student in an ECP your focus of the interview is to show how smart you are I think you have a high chance of turning people off that maybe you're not open minded maybe you don't have a growth mindset maybe they're worried that you think you know everything already um, and man I, I can go back in time and some of the things that I thought were, were were very strict things early in my career I've changed my mind on a little bit so you have to be careful about that I think rather than show people that it's how smart you are, I think what you want to show them is how hungry you are and how ready you are to work your tail off. And especially in the elite level sport environment, right? Nobody works eight hour days. Nobody's, you know, primary focus is work-life balance. It's about, I want to get as much out of this opportunity and be very service-based. That's one thing that I don't think anybody's really brought up just yet is that, Elite level athletics is a service-based industry. Our whole profession is, but elite level athletics is too. We're here to serve the athlete, right? So if that's a late night or an early morning because of a bus or a road trip or something like that, I think you have to show the person that I'm super hungry, right? I'm super ready to work my tail off for you. Um, And of course, I have the baseline competency to be ready for this, but I can't wait to learn from you, kind of putting everybody's together. Um, I think that would be my biggest piece of advice. So, um, so awesome, Addy, good luck. I got a feeling you've probably already, already done this interview by the time we recorded this episode, but hopefully this will help future people that are all already in the same jam that you're in, but hopefully it went well for you, Addy. If you have questions like that, any more career advice, things, or anything else you want to talk about, head to micround.com. click on that podcast link, and we will answer as many as we can. Thanks so much. See you on the next episode. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast.